that was the first time in 11 years that I finally got my flowers. Because at first I was crazy. It's crazy, you know, like, there's a dog, I lost homeboys. Like, I'm not going to the club. I, I just bought $600 worth of trophies. Trophies? Huh. You ain't gonna buy a bottle? You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna go throw this money out at the club? I'm broke. I just spent $600 on trophies. You know, you sound stupid telling somebody that you can't see the vision that. That makes no sense. You're lame. Yeah, I did that. I went through that. I went through that lame phase where everybody thought I, it was lame to have to sit at home and write out a bracket. They can call you lame now, but now you got a court being built. You got, yep. you know, your, your business is growing. You're doing your own jerseys. Listen, yeah. if, if that, that's lame, I want to be lame too. Welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams. Today I'm with Lance A Million. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. You are the creator and owner of Hard in the Paint Basketball League. So what I want to do before I get into it, I just want you to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. Yeah, my name is Lance A Million. You know what I'm saying? I'm the CEO of Hard in the Paint Basketball slash clothing. I'm uh, based out of Salt Lake City, Utah. You know, uh, hip-hop artist, you know, uh, Fashion icon, baby. You know, we changed the game out here. You know, changed the face of how they look at the yeah. black entrepreneur in, in Utah. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But we'll, I want to start real quick because you said you're from Utah. Only thing I know about Utah is John Stockton and Carmelo. So, so, so how is it? How is it living in Utah? Man, it's great. It's great. You know, uh, you know, we got a lot of opportunity. Uh, beautiful mountains, beautiful scenery. Uh, uh, good weed, you know, it's, it's it's beautiful, man. I love it out here. Okay, they treat okay. me good, though. Yeah, and you're originally from there? Uh, no, I was originally born in California, but I moved out here in like 96, so I'm from, okay. I'm from out here. Okay, 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 that, that's cool, that's cool. All right, but um, you had a, a event you, uh, recently with Hot Sauce. I'm a big basketball fan, been a basketball fan. I know everything about A1. How was that having, having him at your event? Uh, it's actually yesterday, you know what I'm saying, from okay. when we recording it. So I'm less than 24 hours out. Uh, just got him yeah. to the airport uh, a few hours ago, uh, you know, hanging wow. with hanging with uh, somebody like a, uh, somebody I looked up to. Another uh, wow moment, you know, for uh, the hip-hop community in Utah. I, a lot of people came out. A lot of people came to uh, show their support, bring out the old and one sneakers and things of that nature. Seen a lot of faces I haven't yeah. seen in a long time. So sauce most definitely brought the sauce to Salt Lake City, man. Uh, it was crazy just sitting around uh, talking about 05, 06, 07, 03, you know, just reminiscing yeah. you know, about when they came out here on the Air One tour. And uh, he remembers, you know, how, how, how electrifying it was. And it was dope, man. You know, hanging with a fashion icon, bro. You can't ask for no more than that, you know. Uh, I look up to these guys, you know. I ain't got no problem saying... I look up to people and uh, I idolize other successful business people or successful characters in my story. So just, it's dope, man. It's, uh, it's just unreal. Okay. So, 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 how, so how'd you actually get him to come? Uh, man, um, you know, his manager, I, was, I know his manager, John, you know, based out of D.C. So, and I've been bringing uh, Hoopers out here for the last 11 years. Uh, so, you know, it wasn't too unfamiliar for me to... Uh, be in contact with, uh, you know, such a such a big name for coming from my rap career and everything, too. But, yeah, Sauce was real smooth to work with, you know what I mean? Uh, it wasn't really bad. We just got the contract. I, I shot over the bread, and, and he was on the plane. Okay, cool. That's what's up. So how, so how did it actually start? You said you've been doing this for 11 years, hard in the paint basketball lead. Like, what was that first time you said, you know, I want to start something new? Uh, man, like, basically, so the story on that is uh, I lived in St. Louis for five years, you know what I mean? Uh, during my music career and uh, Nelly would do like a, a annual celebrity basketball game you know and with the celebrity basketball game I, I, I seen I seen uh, I, I seen the cross promotion you know I seen how he was marketing his leveraging his artistry to get people to come watch the basketball game so I kept that in the back of my head you know uh, I got back to Salt Lake City 2010 Try to uh, move to try to move to Atlanta. Didn't work out, you know. Uh, producer that I was working with wound up shooting back to the West Coast, so I came back to the West Coast, you know. But I'm in the Mountain West, so I came back to Utah, where mm -hmm. not too many uh, 
opportunities on the music side or, or any of that is here. So I, just, I had to figure out something to do. You know, I had to figure out something that was going to be lucrative. I had to figure out something that's going to let me think, you know, uh, coming from the music, uh, you know, we, 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 we tend to not own it. Like, you know, even though we do the music, we own the music, we got the producers, but we don't, like, basketball's more like, I own hard in the paint. Like, I feel more like uh, ownership, you know? Yeah. So, I got back, I just try to figure out how I was going to make money, how I was going to put the put the next move together. It had to be big, because I already had the name, I already had the fan base. So, I just cross-promoted basketball, bro, and uh, I did one, it was 2012. It was on a piece of paper first, though, from 2011. You know, I had to manifest it. I did five events that year. And uh, one was a dog show. One was hard in the paint. Uh, a, a rap, couple rap concerts, because, you know, I still got to, you know, stay in the lane that got me here. And uh, yeah. hard in the paint just stood out like a sore thumb, bro. It, you know, from everything I've done in my rap career, all my fans came, new fans came, people were interested in it. it, it you know, but... The first tournament, I only sold teams for $25. Now they're $400. Wow. wow. You know, so wow. like it's just like I started from ground root, you know what I mean? And uh, and the city just loved it, like, instantly. When's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? So, and from that from that first tournament that I did, uh, I started getting calls from, like, Rucker Park and one, uh, you know, ballers, you know, like uh, Poster Boy and those type of names that, you know, like, man, I ain't heard from them. You know what I mean? I ain't seen them dudes for a minute, man. Like, it was calling me, bro. Like, hey, we want, we heard about Utah, man. We heard about Utah. I'm like, how y'all hear about us? Man, that shit, that shit getting around, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all did, y'all doing tournaments out there. You know what I mean? Streetball tournaments. Yeah. yeah. So, me not knowing, like, how big it was, like, I just wanted to crawl up. I didn't want to, like, over, you know, uh, exhaust myself, you know, so fast with it being so new. So, I kind of, like, uh, I like to call it like the incubator. Like I like to incubate it. So I incubated it and then I got touched with Corey Baby Sauce from the tour. Uh, we brought him, I brought him and he was like the first taste of like me getting, bringing characters into the uh, basketball world. Uh, you know, I brought artists with the music and stuff like that, but this was my first baller that I was bringing out and Corey Baby Sauce, uh, he, he held us down, he held us down. You know, he was, he's coming out here playing with us and shooting it on his, you know, socials and things like that. And it just kept growing, you know, it just kept building up. And now here we are 11 years, you know what I mean? And I brought the biggest street baller, period. There's no bigger yeah, than yeah. hot sauce, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, but All-Star Weekend was crazy for me too, though. Okay. So, so before we get into All-Star Weekend, so I want to know, like, how is it? So I'm actually originally from New York. I remember the tournaments where, like, you pretty much, you know, you're playing, you win, you you, next, you go to the next round, and they pretty much, like, at the end of the weekend, it's like a championship. Is it similar to that, or is it more of a, like, just a street ball kind of thing? No, no, no. It was full. It started out as an All-Star game. Like, mm -hmm. so let me tell you the origin of how it started. Like, so I'm like, okay, if I get, like, 10 rappers... 10 rappers, local rappers to play, then we got two teams, yeah. you know? So as I'm calling them saying, hey, uh, I want you to play in this tournament that I'm putting together, this all-star game, wasn't even a tournament. I'm like, I want you to play in this all-star game. They're like, well, shit, I got, I got a team. I'll just beat y'all. Like three people said that. And I was like, well, shit, we might just have a tournament going in and just the rappers would just be the team owners, you know? So we did yeah. that, we did it like that. So it started out as an all-star game, but it just took legs of its own and it turned into a full-on tournament. So we're doing brackets, we're doing, it's a double game elimination tournament. That's another thing that makes me different is I have the double game elimination rule down. So we're gonna be hooping all day, bro. But that sounds like a lot of fun. So you said you had a basketball background. Like how good were you back in your day? I hooped, yeah, I hooped. I wasn't like no crazy person, but I studied yeah. I studied the greats like Allen Iverson and you know, uh, Hot Sauce and Okay, you know, okay. Yeah, I had my little, you know, I had my little run. Okay, okay. So who's your, who's your favorite team now then, like in the NBA? In the NBA, uh, yeah. I, 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 I just watch Hard in the Paint. I don't, okay, I, gotcha, gotcha. I really, respect, don't, respect, respect. I really don't participate in the, uh, you know, the professionals like I used to now that I'm a CEO of my own. I'm trying to get these guys to the league, you know? Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever had any, like, 
people that's like moved up? Like you said, you've been doing it for 11 years. Have you seen anybody yeah. like be successful after this? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. We've seen them go to uh, like just yesterday, a uh, brother named Zach, he's going out to uh, Canada. He's going to turn a pro less than two months. Wow. Um, oh, wow. A lot of cats went from high school to college, you know, uh, yeah, you see it all the time, you know, and the NBA guys, they respect it. They come, they come to the tournaments too. You know what I mean? We didn't had yeah. Jeremy Evans right after he won the slam dunk competition in the NBA. He came down to our tournament and came and yeah. kicked it with the people, you know, and uh, we didn't have Brian Russell. Uh, just, yeah, you know, so it's a thing. It's a thing out here. Okay. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. So you did say when you first started, it was about $25. Now you're up to up $400. How yeah. bigger can you, th do you think you can make this? Oh, uh, it could easily go from, we could get it scaled to a thousand dollars a team easily. Okay. Like okay, cool. I'm giving out money. I giving out merch and swag and stuff. So I just, you know, I'm a community, it's a community tournament. Like I, I found myself doing more community work and activism through it. So I don't be busting nobody's head. Like, I don't bust my people's head. Like, I'm here. You know, I got the voice. I got the platform. But I'm not going to bust your head. So, you know, I'm not, I could have raised the price. I could have raised the price six years ago. But for what? To, uh, to, to, to lose four or five solid players? Or, you know, like, you know, it's just like, come on, man. Just throw a little bread sense. up. You know, come out and, and get, get, get on this platform and you win and, and go home with the trophy or whatever it is and, and we do another one i'm gonna do this ain't the last one oh, okay i respect that i respect that so yeah. you did say you're building up the community which i love because you're actually doing something to help you're not out here just trying to get a bag but yeah. i also saw that you're building a basketball court tell me more about that oh man yeah so before covid uh i put in this thing called the cip a community Imp uh, improvement program application it's a grant through the state of utah um put it in First, first of all, let me shout out my homegirl, uh, Amy Fowler. She's a uh, ex uh, councilwoman. She seen, she seen my vision. I was at a press conference doing my thing. You know what I mean? Talking on the news. She man, hey, you said some things up there that uh, I, I think you need to uh, look into this right here. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I put the application in. It's before COVID, and we waited and we waited. You know, obviously the state gonna take their time. You know, and we. We, 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 we just shooting for the stars, you know? But we do got an inside, we got an inside. So it's looking good. So COVID hit, shut us down. But during COVID, I got, a, I got an email saying, hey, the grant was approved. We approved you for $100,000. Wow. wow, okay, this is big, this is, this is, it's approved. But when is the shutdown over? When is COVID over? When does this go in effect? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the waiting game. So COVID over, the the, 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 the the proposals through, and then they hit me with the, hey, we raised more money on top of that, the 100,000. So now we want, we want to redo this court with you. And we want you to be leading it as a stakeholder. We want to take all, everything you just put in that application, we want to do that and add more value. So the park I'm talking about, this is the biggest park in Salt Lake City, Utah. Wow. It's called Liberty Park. It's where all the black folks go. You know, they say, oh, where the black people at in Utah? It's where we go be on Sundays. This is our church. You know, we show up, got tables, they have to roll in the dice. You know, this, this is just how it goes at that park. And uh, it happened, uh, Liberty Park, and of course haven't been touched for 20 years. You know, they haven't been touched for 20 years, so. It, I like, I like to say like, it was needed, but I had to, I had to force their hand too. You know, I had to leverage, you know what I mean? I had to show them the program, show them what we do and why we're asking for that much money and what it could do, uh, you know, to approve the community people. Can't be playing on no raggedy court and feel like you're gonna go to the NBA. You know, you gotta have that, you gotta have that swag. You gotta have that feel like, as if you were in a major city, as uh, Atlanta or New York or, you know, uh, uh, even Seattle, you know, uh, the Supersonics do really great with their uh, community basketball. So it went through, uh, it's, the, it's a historical part too. So just to even move a rock at this park, you have to have fine, uh, people voted in, you know, so to get it voted through, it was just crazy. Uh, it's never been done before, you know? And uh, so now we're doing fencing, bleachers, you know, glass backboards, new surface. It's gonna be a full on. It's gonna, 
It's gonna be the granddaddy of the Utah basketball courts. Jeez, you might have yeah. me going out to Utah, man. That sounds like like it sounds like you're building a Rucker Park in Utah, man. That sounds no, yeah, fire. Yes, yeah, Salt Lake Rucker Park. Yeah, that's what they call us. Wow, now that's amazing, man. So where did you learn all this stuff? Because you're you're super knowledgeable. Just like the little bit of time we're talking now, you're super knowledgeable in business. Like when did you learn all this? From, from just from the streets, man. You know, I come from the, yeah. I came from the, the block. You know, yeah. the double ups, the 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 the, the box Chevy gold teeth era. You know, white tees. Yeah. yeah. I was in Atlanta in '06. You know, so like I've been doing this. I've been touching money. I've been getting bread. I've been networking. I'm a social butterfly, so people just flock to me. You know, they talk. Okay. They, want, they want to know more about me. Uh, everywhere I go, any any room I walk into, I, I, I I'm I, I'm demanding. You know that uh, that 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 level of, of of confidence. You know, like uh, who is that? Oh, that's that's Lance. You ain't heard of him? Oh yeah, he 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 a legend. I'm a living legend out here. Do the music. Definitely. You know, yeah. so uh, it's easy, man. It was easy. I, I worked hard as a kid, like 14-year-old, 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 17-year-old. I worked hard those years. So as I'm 30, 36 now, I'm reaping a lot of the benefits that came from my hard work when I was a youngster. You know what I mean? So that's how it is, man. I, like I'm, And I do a lot of research, you know. Uh, I'm always on YouTube. I'm always watching YouTube uh, podcasts. You know, uh, I'm a walking uh, encyclopedia. I try to know something about everything that I can. I don't like to be in rooms and not know what people are talking about, even if it's just a little bit. And I can ask, uh, enlighten me on uh, what that means exactly. But I heard of it before. You know that type of energy. Yeah, I like. I love to just always ask questions. You no, know, my mom used to always tell me the only dumb question is a question not asked. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny that you said you're always on YouTube. So I'm just going to say how we actually got introduced. So I <laughs> yeah. posted posted a podcast clip on YouTube and it's like five o'clock. So it's like, I think our time zone is two to two hours apart. Yeah. So it's yeah, like five yeah. o'clock. Yeah. It's like five o'clock and I'm reading it and said, oh, I want to get a podcast. I said, cool. Hit me up on Instagram. <clears throat> two seconds later, you hit me on Instagram. I'm like, yo, so do you sleep at all? Not really, man. Not really. So I'm just let you kind of know my story. So like within the last two years, I lost my dad and my mom. Oh, they died no, within six months. So, wow. yeah, I, I've been I've been dealing with a lot of like uh, spiritual things going on. You know what I mean? Like uh, finding myself again and things like that. You know what I mean? So, nah, really, I be up. Like I be up working, creating, thinking of the next master plan because I know time ain't waiting for nobody. I just lost my dad and my mama. You feel me? And I don't take that shit lightly. You know, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, I be up. You know, and then. Uh, I be working though, like I was like I was networking with you, you know, just yeah, through the yeah. via the Facebook and the YouTube and the, and the RG. I seen your yeah. podcast pop up, but you had some real dope, intelligent young brothers on there, man, and it was inspiring. And I seen your vision. I was like, man, I like this dude. Something about this dude got it, you know what I mean? And I watched more and more of your episodes, and I was like, oh, he that guy. He he he, he. you know, he talking to people that really got voices and really you know uh got got apparate uh inspiring yeah where you you got a lot of you got a lot of inspiring characters on your show bro like a lot of them like even me i felt uh empowered watching your show and i was like i'm gonna go double up on my order you know i'm gonna go you know like i'm like man you know so i'll just be i'll be excited man i'm excited to network with people especially when i see them doing stuff that like it's out the box, you know, because you could do a podcast about anything. You know what I mean? Uh, it could be gossiping, hip hop. It could be chatty patty, like Dame Dash. You know, that's one of my mentors too. You know what I mean? But he wasn't. He was cloth talking, man. He was talking that shit, and uh, I just was watching it. I watch, I went on a binge watch of your show, and then I seen your shorts start popping up on my story too. I said, Oh yeah, I'm, I got, I gotta get, I gotta get on my man's, I gotta get on my man's show. You know what I mean? So congratulations on that. that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I, man, nah. Hey, man, you making me? Man, I feel I feel good right now. You know, people. The thing about it is like people are people don't share when they like someone. You know what I mean? Or share love. They they're, they're quicker to share hate. So you see more of that, and then you don't see the somebody saying, "Yo, I see what you're doing. I appreciate it." So I definitely appreciate that, man. Appreciate yeah, man, that. for sure. You're doing great things, dog. Like uh, as I said, I was up at like five in the morning watching your show, and, and the, you had you had the dude. Uh, I forgot his name. True, truly. 
Yeah, truly, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, truly captured me. I was like, man, I like truly, man. I was like, all right, <laughs> one day I'm gonna meet that guy. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, you know, yeah. So I was just, you know, I was inspired by what y'all was doing, man, and uh, just listening to the uh, authentic shit that y'all was kicking, you know. And uh, I'm with that. Like that's all I'm doing out here too, you know. And, and people sleep on my city and state because it's Utah, and all we have is Utah Jazz. What they think, but uh, here I am, a black man with the black-owned basketball league, 11 years. So while everybody was, oh, this and that for 11 years, I wasn't watching Steph Curry. I wasn't watching, I was out here trying to do my thing. You feel me? Like, yeah. I wanna I wanna be the next Master P, or Dame Dash, or Jay-Z, P Diddy in some ways, you know? Like, I look up to those type of characters, so I don't have time to be watching another man's career. I gotta make my shit work. Nah, I, f I feel like and it's funny you said that. I remember when I started like being super focused. I was yeah. like, I can't stay up. Like, I love Steph Curry. I love the Warriors. But I said, I can't stay up late watching those games because I got to wake up early to get after it. You know, you're yeah. so like into them. And they get paid. They, they get, get paid, paid regardless. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I got to figure out how I can get paid so people Back. can start watching me. <laughs> hey, man, you know, I, I, when Kobe Bryant retired, I was like, he was in the league for that long? Like, it's a damn lifetime. You know, a lot of, yeah. lot of you know, just like probably you, we, we got people that didn't make it. They didn't, they, they didn't wake up the next day. They didn't make it to C30. They didn't make it to C25. But this man was in the league for 20 years. Yeah. And there's people that just know everything about the man. I'm like, that's scary to me. So, like, I'm not a fan like that. Like, I respect the grind. Like, so I just, coming from the music, man, you just learn how to just stay in your lane and just do what makes you happy. Like, you know, yeah. do, what, do what you do, you know? Uh, I used to go to a lot of music conferences and stuff and listen to like, you know, the elders talk like Teddy Riley and people like that. So these are the things that they were saying back in 2000, 2001, 2002, you know, stick to your craft, work hard, you know, keep knocking on the door, you know, uh, come at everybody with a respect and you'll go a long way. And I, I applied a lot of that to my, my, my status. And here we are today having a podcast about business and economics yeah mm -hmm. you know so yeah. so so it's funny that i actually started music as well as actually a music producer and then now i'm moving into like you know more entrepreneurship so no. i know you already kind of like lightly talked about moving in from being a rapper to what you're doing now but was it hard for you because i'm not sure if you're still rapping at this time but i'm yeah, not a yeah. producer oh you are rapping now okay cool yeah. cool cool so so but was it hard for you to kind of like put something more in because i know like the hard to paint is first right that's the number one yeah, that's my baby. But, okay, so yeah, so so how, how was it moving rap or music being the first thing to making it being the back? Well, it's a long story, man. Like I got I got robbed for a lot of music from big artists, like because I was in the industry, like literally in the industry. So like I got robbed for a lot of music. So a lot of times, like I was scared to put out my music. And every time I put it out, they bite it. They be swag jacking. And I'm just this little dude from Utah, you know, but I'm getting swag jacked. So there was a time, two, 2009, 2010, when I was in Atlanta working, trying to work with the new producer. Uh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was on hiatus. I was just writing. I was just cooking. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't active, you know what I mean? Like that. Like, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Um, so just, you know, it, it, it sucks because that would make anybody quit. Like something like that will make you quit, you know, and um, and yeah, they try to they try to steal your joy, you know, they try to take take your baby, you know, your music is your baby at first and stuff, you know, um, and when they did that to me, it, it derailed me a little bit, but it put me in position to become an entrepreneur, which I was already, you know, from coming from the streets and everything, you, you are you're on your entrepreneur, you know, uh, but. Yeah, when they did that to me, man, it just sparked up a whole new animal, you know. Uh, and as I said, like, I'm in Utah, so they ain't, they ain't had, I'm the only street ball tournament out here, bro. Like, they ain't had no hip-hop street ball tournament. I'm, I'm the one who started that. Like, I'm the godfather of street ball out here because I seen the lane. I'm a rapper. I like clothes. I like basketball. I like loud music. Let's put it together and see what we could do. So it wasn't hard for me because there's a lane, there was a void out here that needed to be filled. Like there's a lot of hoopers out here, but just just play rec ball or like church ball or like just open recs and stuff like that. There was no like 
solid platform where you could come and dress like hot sauce or like dress like you know ai with the tattoos and things like that and, and, yeah. and you know the girls and the communities out there watching you because it's different when everybody's watching you you know i could get the crowd because i'm you know from the music i got the fans i got i work hard for those fans though so we gotta put on a show you know it's not like we could just have fans and they just come to these basketball tournaments and they're trash like nah they gotta be lit we gotta have entertainment they gotta be fun for the people and i'm in utah man it's, it's, like they ain't never seen nothing like that. Yeah. 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 No, no. I, I didn't actually expect it. When you said you was in Utah and I'm looking at all your videos, I said, This is Utah? You know, they don't show they don't show Utah. All you see, like I said, I like I started, I said John Stark the car below. That's all I really know. Um <laughs> Wait, now we got you, uh, now we got NBA Young Boy and we got uh 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 Post Malone. That's <laughs> NBA Young Boy's from Utah? He he lives out here now. Oh, word? Oh, wow. That's cool. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't even but that's, know. A, that's a whole different generation now. Exactly. Totally different. Um, but I just want to get into right now, you got your jersey on. You yeah. are fashion designer. You're designing everything. Talk about that. Yeah, man. So uh, this is my fifth year in the fashion world. But I was like printing up mesh jerseys and things like, you know, basketball tournament stuff. Like, you know, trying to find reversibles and yeah. Uh, paying people crazy monies to get like steam press, press shirts and shit like that. So I did that up until five years ago when I finally got in my uh, fashion bag and just became a full on fashion designer, do it myself. It's like, so it's been beautiful, man. I love it. I wear my clothes all the time. Like I got shorts on today that's hard to paint. I got jersey on hard to paint. I'm, I got my Allen Iversons on, you know what I mean? So I'm, I dress the way I dress, you know? And yeah. it's been nice, so. That's cool. So you, you designed every single jersey of all the teams? Every yeah. everyone. What? Okay, yeah, so, so how did how did that start? Cause you know, I knew you said you did the meshing. So how did that start? You said, yo, I'm about to I'm tired of these mesh uniforms. I'm tired of these reverse uniforms. What was that yeah. day you're like, yo, I'm about to do this myself? Uh okay, so all right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the real story, okay? Okay. And this okay. is uh, I don't think I've ever said this on public platform. Okay, okay so I had I had some homeboys, some some I thought was my homeboys. They uh, was coming to my tournament, coming every every time I throw a tournament, taking pictures, but I'll never see the pictures. Hmm. So I'm like, where's the, where's the content? I'll never see the content. So one day, one day they come to me. I said, hey man, we wanna, we wanna throw a basketball tournament. We wanna throw a basketball tournament. Yeah, we wanna do like hard in the paint. We want you to help. You want me to help? You want me to help you do what I do? That makes no sense. So I'm like, well, what are we doing? We're gonna do it south though. We're gonna do it where all the white people are, where all the white kids and you know, it's gonna be completely different from your street ball tournament, Lance. It's a bag for you, dollars $4,500. I'm gonna give it to you. I just need you to stamp it and say, this is what it is. Like, this is this is the next thing. So me being a black entrepreneur in Utah, I'm not, trying to shun nobody or like step on nobody's dreams because I'm not a dream killer. I'm a dream maker. You know, I, I make superstars out here. I make local fame and that's hard to get. I most definitely have helped a lot of artists get to that step. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll help y'all. Um, whatever. So I do this, I do this uh, festival out here every year. They date land on my date. First red flag. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm gonna be busy that day. Like, how we gonna, how we gonna, <laughs> you know? I'm like, how we gonna do that? That makes no sense. You gotta change the date. Ah, oh, man. Well, you know, we already locked the gym in and everything, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, uh, this one is ten thousand dollar award for the winner. Ten thousand dollar award. Well, where my forty five hundred then? You got me all on the flyer, hosted by Lance a Million. All my logos, my podcast logo, my Heart in the Paint logo, my Lance and Mill logo. That shit look like a Heart in the Paint, bro. Yeah. Everybody in the city. Is this you? Is this you? They going to all my friends, following my friends. This is when I first seen the infiltration that people would do to get where they want to go. And they following all my friends, hitting them in the inbox. Hey, come to this tournament. Look, we got Lance and Million involved, you know, selling it off of my name. So, but they never paid me my money. So, that little did they know I have I had Slick Rick coming. I had the ruler coming. 
<laughs> you know, they didn't know that that was that the, the the contract wasn't what it was it wasn't wet yet, you know. So I had to shut up. I had to be quiet. I couldn't fight them or nothing. I just had to like take it like a like a champ. Like everywhere I turned, it was right there, right there, just promoting all my all, take trying to take my fans and my ballers too. They was hitting the ballers up, trying to wave that ten k in front of them. Like man, come on here, you can win ten bands. You can only win trophies over there. That's hardware. This is cash, Luke. Liquid cash, ten grand. Mind you, these dudes ain't got no money. You know, I know these dudes, man. We went to we went to skating rinks together. These niggas, I got money. They don't got money. And if they have ten thousand, why don't they have a house? You know, shit like that. Come on, man. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm looking at it like I can't say that though. You know, I'm a professional. I learned enough business to know that you can't uh, slander another company to to feel better or make yourself look better. So I just had to take it. So. One night I went to sleep, man, and a lot of my visions come to me in my sleep, like my ancestors give them to me, you know. So I was, I went to sleep one day. I was mad though, bro. Like I'm talking about heated, dog, like boiling. Like these boys were swerving in my lane and, and, and making contact, you know. So I was, I went to sleep mad one night, and then I, I went to sleep, and this, this lady, this old lady, I don't know who she was, I don't know where she came from, but she told me in my dream, bro. She was like, "Hey, I know you mad, but." And you got something they don't have. She's like, you want to know? And I was like, yeah. What? Like, what, what? What is it? She goes, you got a brand. Drop them jerseys you've been looking at. Cause I had the templates already ready. I just didn't want to. You know, you got to invest in yourself. Yeah. It's already hard enough to throw a tournament. Now you got to invest in the clothes too. I, so I had the templates. I had them. They were sitting there. I just never touched them. But. uh yeah, the lady, the lady told me that, bro. I'll never forget. She was like, hey, you got something they don't have? That's a brand, bro. Drop them jerseys. I put the template up on the internet. In the first two months, I sold a thousand. A thousand jerseys in the first two months. No hoopers. All fans. Wow. Yeah, and that lady put me on, and that was five years ago. I ain't stopped since. I just, <laughs> I just remember her telling me, like, you got a brand, man. You're like, they don't have that. They're starting today. You know, you, you've been doing this, you chill, chill. Don't get mad, don't fight them with fire, chill. Drop them jerseys in the morning, see what it do. Drop them jerseys, man, first first order was like 400 type shit. Like, man, and this is direct to consumer. Like, I don't have no website, I still don't have no website. I'm still direct to consumer. I'm still the one you call and get the custom. I want number eight, I want my son's last name on the, our son's name on the back, I want, purple and green i'm still the one doing that because wow. i'm scared wow. to let people in i'm scared to let people have that access to that type of creativity with my baby because it's still my baby even though it's 11 years it's still my baby it's still a newborn baby like this thing is brand new to the whole state of utah you know yeah so yeah that's how that worked man like very yeah. spiritual so so, so I, have a, I have a question then. So you yeah. talked about your music, how people are stealing from you in your you know, music. And now you have your business and people are stealing from you again. How does that, how does that make you feel? So it's like every time you're, you're doing something creative, now people are trying to steal you, steal your stuff. Yeah, uh, it, it, it used to make me mad, like, a, uh, you know, like, because I'm a rapper. So I'd be like, man, I'm ready to attack, they make a diss track or something. Something got shaped, yeah. you know. But now I just look at it as like a form of flattery. You know, I know that like uh, they just look up to me, man. They just I've been I've been that man for a long time, and they see it working for me. They think it's easy because I make it look easy, but shit ain't easy. And they gotta go find out the hard way. You know, if you wanna go find out the hard way, then that's your thing. It's your journey. But yeah, it, it makes it makes me it makes me laugh now, and other people laugh, so it makes me laugh. Like it used to just be me in a room. Mad, listening to the the stolen record or the the stolen idea, you know, just contemplating on my own thoughts. But now I got so many fans and so many people around me. They're like, "Did you see that, man?" You know, and then that kind of helps me lighten it up. Like, you see that? All right, I'm not tripping. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That that's that's fire. I, I like how you think like that because they can't steal who you are. You know, they might no. steal the product, they might steal the jersey, they might steal one event, but you're building a you're building a court, Liberty Park. Like that's that's fire. They can't steal that from you. You know what I'm saying? No. There's no way they can say anything. They can't steal nothing from you. So I love that. I love that. Man, me too, bro. It was like a dream come true. Like, cause like as I said earlier, like with the music, 
yeah, I wrote those songs and they stole them. But I like I don't own the music. I feel like I own the basketball part. Like I don't own basketball, obviously, because it's you know it's global. But I own this part. Like this is my basketball street ball tournament in Utah. Is I invented I invented it out here. There was none of it. It's mine. I didn't invent rapping. I didn't invent hip hop. I didn't invent none of that. So you know, just knowing that kind of keeping me like smiling at night you know what i mean like knowing that i did something that nobody's ever did before because everybody has a hit record everybody's nice you know everybody got a dope beat everybody jamming especially now i'll be listening to the youngsters i'm like man it's oh like i wasn't that fire at 17 you know yeah. like well, i was at 17 i was fire don't get me wrong but it was just you know everybody sound good now everybody got the pro tools we didn't have that i, I started off on Tascan four tracks tapes you know, we record on boom boxes, break the headphones, and put the jack in there and rap to the tape. Put it out, man. That's my yeah. tape. That's my demo. <laughs> that's my demo right that, there. That's funny. That's funny. I didn't. I've never because I'm 30, 31, I'll be thirty two. So okay. I've seen tapes, but I've never actually had to use the tape. Like my first time <laughs> making music, it was all not even CDs. Yeah, yeah, CDs. I was still when I first started. I was putting mute beats on CDs, but never, never the tape. I, I have that experience. Yeah, man. So. Like I'm young, so I'm a young living, I'm a young living legend out here. But I was like a child protege out here. Like I was like an experiment artist. Um, as I said, we moved out here in '96. Utah Jazz was playing the Bulls around that time, type shit. It was very like, it was very like, Utah wasn't on the map yet. Like there was no like real. We you know, and we Louisiana Creole, so like we brought like the triggers, the snares, the trumpets. We changed a lot of the sound out here, so it was not really hard for us to get our fan base built because there was nobody using those snares. Those da -da 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 -da, you know that 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 trigger man. We do 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 do. We doing all that, you know. Yeah. We brought that Louisiana New Orleans jazz. We came out here with the New Orleans jazz, so we brought that energy out here, and that's separated us from the beginning so like as i said like so when i was like 14 15 years old they was handing me mics at skating rinks and auditoriums and things like that so yeah it's okay. it's big all right well we pretty much hit everything that i wanted to talk about um but one last thing you have liberty park yeah let's say it's it's built what do you think you will have to do to build it up to be pretty much in the same word same sentences not same sentence what, what am i saying same same category as a rucker park well they call me salt lake rucker park already so okay. i think okay. we already did that um okay. i think this is just like i put in the crp this is another gym i put that in the crp we want our home i've done them all over the valley like yesterday this we I, bruh i did this tournament in front of a tattoo shop <laughs> You know, like in front of a tattoo shop, some some girl on the Internet was like, how are you going to do it in front of a tattoo shop? You know what my response was? Because I'm a genius. She didn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> but I own hoops. I invest in my brand. I, I own hoops. I could bring hoops and set up anywhere. My first time doing it, my first time doing it was outside of a nightclub. I rented the nightclub out, like, just like a concert. You know, you rent out the concert, you do a night show, you're doing a show. Just the same energy. But I'm using the parking lot instead of inside. Mm. What you want with the parking lot? I'm about to set up my basketball court. Set up a basketball court out here? Yeah. <laughs> so I bring the hoops in. People still, they did. They just want to see how it going. Like, <laughs> Go, this yeah. boy about to look crazy out here, man. He's just tripping. Yeah. Talking about you got a basketball tournament in front of the club, everybody to drink, you know, because I wanted to drink. I was still into this, you know, the hip hop shit. So I wanted people to be able to drink and have fun at my tournament. I didn't want it to be yeah. like always inside of a gym, no outside drinks. You know, I wanted it to be a relaxed environment where people could come and and, and get a get a get a get a cocktail and watch some good games. So I rented out the club, but I used the parking lot. But I bought my own hoops. Nobody knew that I owned these hoops. Before you go, you gotta tell me how that works because I didn't realize that you're just putting it in random places. I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. So how, how are you bringing the basketball hoops there? I just, uh, I own them, so they okay. travel wherever I want to bring them. Wow, it's wow. just so like bringing like... a DJ. It's just like bringing a DJ. Yeah. I look at it the same. That my basketball hoops are like having a PA system. That they're, they're portable. 
and and yeah, I'm a creator, man. I look at the parking lot. I look to see if there's any major cracks. Ain't no worse than Liberty Park. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> you know, you start you start looking at things different when you you know when you start doing that entrepreneurship and like how you could get yeah. the bag out of the spot and then you yeah. know you gotta get the sponsors involved and it gotta be lucrative. So I'm looking at the ground. I'm looking at parking lot uh, uh, speed bumps. Yeah, I look at shit like that. <laughs> That's fire, yo! Like, I'm Thank happy you. we got to this point because that's that's probably the most like coolest thing I've ever heard. I didn't realize that you're doing. Cause I'm thinking like it's different parks, right? I'm thinking you're going different locations. I didn't realize it was just, you know, you see cement, you're like, yo, we're doing it here. So that that's fire. That's that's the entrepreneur. That's the entrepreneur. Thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so don't like we like we'll do parks and stuff, but those they be regulated. Like mm. they do everything I want to do at a park. You know what I mean? Like I like like like. I be wanting to play my music loud, man. I need a private property, dog. Like I need, I want, you know, we four twenty friendly over at my tournament. You know, we want to, you know, we, you don't want to be bothered. We ain't trying to bother nobody. So a lot of times, yeah, we do do parks, but we do a lot of private locations, and that's always my funnest ones to be the ones that I get to dress up and, and, and truly create. You know, like so. But yeah, with the Liberty Park uh, project, is home. Like it's gonna be home to Honda Paint, so it's gonna be a, uh, every 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 Sunday. So, cause I do a league too, but I haven't did the league this year because I've been working so hard on other ventures, and it takes a lot out of you. I, I didn't come into this to be that person. Like I, you know, like I I love basketball. Don't get me wrong, but I still I still do music. I still got family. I still got shit to do. Like I can't be just basketball every day. It do consume my life, but now it took legs on a, of his own but i didn't come into this to be competing with the jazz and all them the nba like i'm not you know i'm not that that's not what i do it for so like i started a, i started a league uh hard in the paint presents the league and it popped cracking but i gotta pay for the gym every sunday i gotta make sure teams is not sick and make sure you know it's too much it's too much so i just kind of like let it go like it's too much and then i'm gonna bring it back though at Liberty Park, we're just gonna do the league every Sunday out at at the new court. You know what I mean? So this is really gonna be my record park moment, <clears throat> where I truly get to like do the record park thing. Like, and I've been talking into existence. That's all it's been like re before up until this point. Uh, but <clears throat> this is gonna be where you know every Sunday from 12 to 4, you can go down there catch the runs. The league's happening, and. After that, you know, get back to like pick up ball or whatever y'all want to do. But I'm the stock, I'm the stakeholder. This is what we doing. This is why we built this court so we can, you know, can, uh, uh, can host our events and, and in a comfortable environment that's you know clean and it's no way, no better way to do it than take the cement out the floor. We took the cement off the floor, man. Take that out. We need all new cement, man. We need like we need new surface. No, <laughs> we need fencing. We need things like that. So it's just, it's crazy, bro. Like even That's talking about it sometimes, like I get it's like surreal. You know what I mean? Because like as I said, like nobody's been able to like get in those doors. You know, and it's crazy to see like a young black entrepreneur that dresses how I dress. I wear my own clothes, and I'm in these rooms with these people. You know, uh, it's crazy. And I'm just trying to spark the brain for the youngsters. You know, so they see me, they man, Lance did it. Lance used to be on the block. In Jabos and white tees. But I remember Lance had the box Chevy on the, he had the Caprice, you know, that type of shit. And then the kids see you and then they're like, man, I could do that. I could do it better. Hell yeah, you can. You could do it better, man. You gonna, you gonna do it better. Gonna do it better than you, you know? So it's a three phase project though. Like it's a three phase project. So I'm trying to, not trying, I will be putting a court in my neighborhood and out here where I grew up. And then I'm gonna put another one in another, uh, you know, uh, low-income neighborhood out here too. Cause yeah, Utah does have low-income neighborhoods. It's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? We do have that. We do have poverty. Yeah. And so. Oh, and, and are you actually designing the court as well? No, that's the part that is a little, you know, that's the part where I have to be uh, a true leader. I got people texting me right now, uh, the mural artists. So they're presenting the artwork and we're gonna pick mm -hmm. the artwork. Okay, so, okay, okay. so it's a collective. It's a collective now. Um, so we got the artists, they're gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna draw it up and then we're gonna do a, draw, uh, a 
like a almost like a competition. Pick the best three and then narrow it down from the three. So yeah, it's dope. Like they keep hitting me up. Like they're hitting me up right now. Like I, I don't know who these people are. I don't know if they're white, black, Asian, Mexicans. Like yeah. it's just hitting me up and they're like, hey, uh, we're doing this uh, mural and we want to know like from you because you're like you know the guy and uh, what is gonna be going on down there? What is like what's the what's the energy like? You know they ain't never been there. You know. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, we call it church. That's church. So you know, we gotta. It's gotta be. It's gotta be gaudy. Just as gaudy yeah. as my outfit, it gotta be just as gaudy, you know. So yeah. like, it's fun, man. Like I, and I'm a team player, but like I, I like to be hands on. So I think this is gonna be like real unique to have a collective of people all looking for you know the same uh, end goal when it comes to like the artwork that we're putting on the the uh, the, the surface. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm leaning on staying away from like faces. I want it to be scenery. I want it to be something that's so unique that when people come to Utah, they have to take a picture in front of it. It's like a photo op. Yeah. Yeah, I want it to be like universal, like so universal where people just like, man, you gotta go take a picture at the court. You ain't seen the court, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, instead of just being like like a Nipsey Hustle mural or something, you know, not saying that that ain't dope, it be fire, but that just kind of only, uh, you can only do so much with, uh, you know, uh, a hip hop driven, Mural. I want this to be like, you know, so uh, when you look at it, you just kind of see like, oh, that's Utah in a nutshell. Like, you know, like I want it to be something like that. So that's what I'm, I'm shooting for that. So it's going to be different from anyone. I see a lot of dope ones, too, because I like, you know, obviously on Instagram, people will like tap in with me and I see like the colors and things of that nature that they'd be putting together. It'd be fire. There's a lot of fire ones. But I think my part, the way I'm seeing it, man, I'm about to I'm about to have one of the hardest I'm about to have hard, one of the hardest courts in the in the basketball world, and Utah's gonna be known for one of those courts. Like when you go out there, you gotta go. You gotta go check it out. Like when I go to Harlem, I gotta go down there. I gotta go to Rucker. I gotta go down. To, I gotta take the train or whatever I gotta do. Pay the extra little ten dollars to for the homie to bring me down there. I gotta go, look through the fence and shit. <laughs> Nah, nah, but I see it though. I see it so clearly. Like, yeah, I know you said you're not looking for the NBA players and stuff. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. The way you're working, the way you're bringing basketball goals to you know random parking lot. Like, yo, it's it's gonna happen. All this stuff is is for your story, man. This is this is fire. I'm happy to get you on the show. Go ahead. Hey, man, appreciate it. Hey, so during All Star Weekend, we built a hoop in the mountains, mm. like in the in the middle of the smack in the snow. Like, we built a hoop, bro, put a hoop up, and then played three-on-three on it on the top of a mountain. I'll, I'll, I'll DM you the uh, video. So shout-out yeah. to Hoop Bus. I don't know if you're familiar with Hoop Bus, but them oh, yeah, dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah that's, I brought Hoop Bus out here for our Heart in the Paint, too. So, wow. but yeah, we work very close. Like, I just got a message from Venice Ball pop up right now. I don't know what it said or what it was, but, yeah, they, love, they loved it. They was like, they got to Utah, and it was, it was like, Man, like, well, not even before they got here, they would before they like, you know, you do your itinerary, you know what I mean? You're like, okay, NBA All-Stars in Utah, like, let's start looking around what we doing, like, you know, and they didn't find shit. They was like, they called me, they're like, man, you the only bad street ball tournament out here. I'm like, yeah, I am. They're like, they're like well, we got to come fuck with you, bro. They're like, we, like, we get it. We're going to go do all these different, you know, different departments. Allen Iverson's doing a compound. Uh, you know, uh, different, you know, different people going to be doing things of that in basketball world, but yo shit's street ball. We're street ball. So we're coming to you. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. Wow. Yeah. And that, 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 that was the first time in 11 years that I finally got my flowers. Cause at first I was crazy. It's crazy. You know, like there's a uh, dog. I lost homeboys. Like I'm not going to the club. I, I just bought $600 worth of trophies. Trophies. Huh. You ain't going to buy a bottle. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna go throw this money out at the club. I'm broke. I just spent six hundred dollars on trophies. You know, you sound stupid telling somebody that you can't see the vision. That that makes no sense. You spent on trophies, bro. That is your lame. Yeah, I did that. I went through that. I went through that lame phase where everybody thought I, it was lame to have to sit at home and write out a bracket. Now you know. But but now, now it's it's. They can call you lame now, but now you got a court being built. You got, yep. you know, your, your business is growing. You're doing your own jerseys. 
Listen, yeah. if, if that that's lame, I want to be lame too. <laughs> man, man, look, I had the vision though, bro, and I, I I got into it with a couple cats, and you know I had to tell myself my dream ain't they dream. You feel me? So they can't I, like because you know you be wanting people to get on on board. You be like, bro, this gonna be crazy. You know, this gonna be fire. Uh, they don't see it, and then they kind of like they they kind of uh, make you feel like maybe it ain't what you think it is. But you, I'm already successful in the music. They're not successful in the music. I'm already bigger than you. I'm like, when I have fans, I have fans for real. You don't have fans for real. You don't know that feeling. I know that feeling. So you can't tell me what's going to work. I know what's working. Because if, if you knew what was working, it'd be working for you. You'd be doing it. Right. You know? Right, yeah. So just knowing that from the music, you know, and taking that over to the, to the entrepreneurial world and being, you know, out here predominantly white, state, a black rapper, cleaning up his act cleaning up his community clean you know and but still being authentic it, it's never been done well you got we got carl malone like you know like thorough bailey that's the og that's the big homie thorough bailey that boy went platinum with the mormon tabernacle man platinum dog <laughs> he did you know he went platinum so like put some respect on thorough bailey man you know what i'm saying like that's the big yeah. homie i see him at the jazz game i'm taking a picture with big homie you know uh you know brian russell that's on him yeah man my bad my phone's going crazy bro so this interview might be choppy but that's my fault on my end like we just so literally bad. less so than 24 no. hours had hot sauce in utah people are going my phone ain't stopped yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, that's no, all good. We, we, we can kind of wrap it up now because you listen. You, you did great. You did great. The too. story was great. Even, even if it's choppy, it's cool. But um, I do appreciate you on. Is it any last words of encouragement or anything you want to tell to the audience? And also tell them where to find you. Hey, you can find me at uh, Lance a Million. That's my artist name. My uh, company, Hard and Paint. That's hard. And is in Nancy Paint. Utah basketball. Utah artist. You know, uh, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah, man. Like I just put on for my city. You know. Uh, and for encouragement wise, just, you know, uh, let the haters be haters. You need haters just like you need fans. They, they, you know, it's hand in hand. So take the good with the bad. And, uh, you know, you got to have tough skin. Uh, so I tell a lot of like the younger artists that I work with, like, go get like a, a door to door job, like a door to door sales job. So you can, so you can get those no's. You got to get those no's in your system first. Yeah. So take those no's and, and turn them into fuel and go hard, man. Cause, uh, and, and they ain't going to keep telling you no. Especially when you start showing and proving. You know, you got four state hands. That was fire. Hey, man, appreciate that. That's what I live by, bro. That was, that was fire, man. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Lance, I appreciate you coming on. My name is Jalon Abrams, Unknown and Talented. We'll see you next week. Let's go, baby.